You're listening to the My SBA Loan Pro Podcast, hosted by Ryan Smith, principal broker and founder of Think SBA, a one-of-a-kind loan brokerage serving small business owners and entrepreneurs in their quest to purchase real estate, acquire a business or franchise, or obtain working capital. In each episode, Ryan reveals valuable insights and best practices regarding the SBA loan program and application process. Let's get started. SBA Procedural Notice 2023. The SBA has published updates to the Standard Operating Procedures Manual replacing SOP 5010-6 with SOP 5010-7. These updates will become effective August 1st, 2023. There has been much debate when and how lenders will implement these updates. The short answer is, we'll have to wait and see. For now, it's enough to understand the enormous changes that have taken place and how searchers, entrepreneurs, and business owners will benefit. The reason I've waited to publish this information on the My SBA Loan Pro podcast until now is to let the dust settle and provide feedback from real-world scenarios. This episode will focus on the following updates, the so-called long-winded statement, a standard loan versus a small loan, full change of ownership, partial change of ownership, franchise directory, personal resource test, life insurance. I cannot emphasize enough the overwhelming opportunity that now exists for all future SBA loan applicants. If you are on the sideline or shut out due to a lack of personal liquidity or too much, it's time to get back in the game. The so-called long-winded statement. The SBA cites dozens of references directing SBA PLP lenders to evaluate, process, close, and disperse their 7A loans using the same reasonable and prudent practices and procedures that the lender uses for its similarly sized non-SBA guaranteed commercial loans. Instead of incorporating this statement in future SOP updates, the SBA has provided a new and improved statement which is to encapsulate the aforementioned statement. Here it is. Do what you do. Due to the ambiguous nature of this statement, the SBA defines what this statement means, and as you guessed it, it means that SBA PLP lenders are to, wait for it, evaluate, process, close, and disperse their 7A loans using the same reasonable and prudent practices and procedures that the lender uses for its similarly sized non-SBA guaranteed commercial loans. Even though I've made light of this seemingly frivolous update, it does cause further ambiguity for lenders attempting to interpret and implement SOP guidelines. To date, this ambiguity has caused both further tightening by historically conservative lenders and loosening by historically liberal lenders and lenders new to the game who are looking to make a splash with the SMB community. A standard loan versus a small loan. Prior to this procedural update, there was a sort of no man's land between loan amounts less than 350,000, but more than 500,000. From time to time, I would run into these opportunities with no real answer. I couldn't send them to micro lenders due to them exceeding the $350,000 limit or standard lenders who are not incentivized to originate these small loans. However, now it's perfectly clear what constitutes a standard loan above 500,000 
and a small loan under 500000 More importantly, lenders can apply a streamlined approach to loans under 500000 which will incentivize them to make these loans, broadening the pool of lenders and subsequently access to capital for borrowers seeking smaller loan amounts. Full change of ownership. Recently, the SBA permitted business owners selling their company in an arm's length transaction to contribute up to 5% toward the buyer's minimum required 10% equity injection by carrying a seller note on full standby for up to 10 years. Though this was a huge benefit at the time and did help get many acquisitions over the finish line, as you can imagine, older sellers were less than enthusiastic waiting 10 years to be fully compensated from the sale of their company. SOP 5010-7 holds firm to the 10% minimum buyer equity injection, but decreases the seller note standby period from 10 years to 2 years. Further, cash flow permitting, the seller may be enumerated immediately on an interest-only basis, and instead of being able to contribute 50% of the buyer's equity injection, they may now contribute up to 75% of the buyer's equity injection. This update further enshrines zero equity injection for business expansions defined as an existing business acquiring another business that is in the same six-digit NASIS code with identical ownership and in the same geographic area as the acquiring entity. This is a perfect application for industry roll-ups. Partial change of ownership. Perhaps the most expedient change to the SOP is allowing partial changes of ownership. The new rule states that partial changes of ownership are permitted without requiring the buyer to contribute an equity injection as long as the business balance sheets for the most recent completed fiscal year and current quarter reflect a debt-to-worth ratio of no greater than 9 to 1 prior to the change in ownership. If the lender is unable to document this fact, the buyer will be required to inject 10% of the partial change of ownership purchase price as reflected in the purchase and sale agreement. Franchise directory. The franchise directory has been deleted, kaput, no more. However, lenders are still required to do what they do, applying the same reasonable and prudent practices and procedures that the lender uses for its similarly sized non-SBA guaranteed commercial loans. This means lenders will certainly require the franchise disclosure document, also known as the FDD, and franchise agreement prior to funding franchise startups and acquisitions. Personal resource test. Prior to this update, SBA lenders were required to determine whether an applicant's personal liquidity and net worth disqualified them from SBA loan eligibility. The typical measurement was whether the applicant possessed one to two times the loan amount post-equity injection. Now, delegated SBA PLP lenders are not required to consider the applicant's personal resources. Life insurance. The SOP has been revised to state for all 7A loans, lenders must follow their internal policy for similarly sized non-SBA guaranteed commercial loans. Though lenders may still require life insurance, lenders are able to close a loan without life insurance in place without worrying about placing their PLP status in jeopardy. In cases where life insurance is difficult to obtain or may delay the closing. In conclusion, these updates accomplish the following. 
clearly defines a small loan and streamlines the application process, opens up partial change of ownership for the first time in SBA loan history with no equity injection, facilitates full changes of ownership with little to no equity injection as the norm, opens up access to SBA funds for individuals with substantial personal liquidity and net worth, gives borrowers the ability to negotiate the need for life insurance and or to make the case to close without life insurance in place if necessary. This means that self-funded searchers, key employees, and search funds should all put SBA lending on the menu when acquiring full or partial ownership in any M&A transaction up to $10 million. With that said, I remain committed to publishing relevant information in a concise manner to help support the SMB community into the future on this podcast, on Twitter at MySBAPro, YouTube at ThinkSBA.TV, and LinkedIn and Facebook at ThinkSBA. I am proud to be a professional and ethical SBA-focused loan broker, always doing what's right for my clients. These updates have both validated my original choice to represent the SBA as my primary funding source and further emboldened me to continue to do so into the future. Thank you for listening to the My SBA Loan Pro Podcast. Be sure to like, share, subscribe, and leave a review. But most importantly, we hope you'll use this information to start your SBA loan journey today by texting or calling us at 858-762-2774 or completing our online application at mysba.pro slash app. That's mysba.pro forward slash app. We look forward to working with you.